Welcome to the Mama-holic Podcast, the show that helps busy moms find balance between their family and their dreams. This is the podcast where we believe you don't have to give up on your passion to be an amazing mom. And now your host, Haley Too. You are listening to episode 14 of the Mama-holic Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Too, and welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for getting on here today to go over a really fun subject that's dedicated all to the kids today. This is going to be my first show that is completely all about those kiddos, and I am stoked for it. Before I get into the subject matter today, I want to read the review of the week. It comes from Mel Alvarado. And it says, I am obsessed with this podcast. It makes you realize you can be an amazing mama and kill it in your professional life. I was so afraid of all the judgy people out there going back to work. Then listening to Mama Holic makes you realize, yes, you can do it all. You deserve it. I have found my passions again, which were lost in the dust of having children. Listen to Podcast 9. It really inspired me and helped me to find the way back to me. Love, love, love. Thank you so much, Mel, for that awesome review. Uh, All my listeners out there, if you go on and leave me a review, I am going to be reading the review of the week from here going forward because I really do appreciate it so very, very much. Um, I dedicate all of my time completely free to this um, and it will always be free. And the one favor, if you're enjoying listening to The Mamaholic, please do jump on there, leave us a rating and a review and subscribe. It just helps everybody else out there be able to find us as well and gets that message spread far and wide. Without further ado, let's get into the content today. And uh, the title of this episode is called Planning for Play. Now, I do write down my subject matter ahead of time. I don't script this podcast. I kind of just sit down and start blathering on. But when I came to the subject today, planning for play, I questioned myself. I said, Haley, do you really want to go on here and tell moms how to play with their kids? That seems pretty mom 101. I know. I hear ya. However, I have come to the consensus that what a lot of moms are doing out there is instead of actually playing with their kids, they're trying to come up with activities that their kids can do on their own. We're kind of trying to keep them busy or distract them or, uh, you know, we kind of set a timer of like, okay, one, two, three, go. I got them doing that activity quick. Go and get my stuff done. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We're missing the point of play. Now, I'm not a child psychologist by any stretch of the imagination. However, I am a landscape designer and I have my background in park planning. And I did back in the day go to a big seminar on uh, playground equipment and basically the science of play. Children actually do most of their learning and bonding through playing. They create relationships with friends. They learn problem-solving skills through puzzles or mazes. They get exercise through play. There's so many different facets of why play is so incredibly important for kids. So as moms, I'm going to encourage us to actually get involved with that because we want to be part of that bonding and learning environment, don't we? Yeah, plus... Isn't one of the best parts of having kids that you get to act like a kid again? I mean, how great is it when you can go to the store and be like, I loved this game when I was five years old. I'm totally going to get this game. We're going to play it. Get involved. It's fun. I promise. 
So let's get into it, okay? Let's find some resources for how you can get this done. Now, when I say planning for play, here's the challenge, and I'm actually gonna start an official challenge group for this, but I want you to come up with for an entire month, wherever you're at, just get ready to start, but I want you to come up with an entire month of activities that you can plan that take up about an hour with your kids. One-on-one time, no phones, no tablets, just fun. The easiest place to go for this, there are some brilliant mommies on Pinterest that are coming up with the most fun and easy to put together games that I have ever seen. I saw a game today, just looking up right before this podcast, you can take red solo cups and string and run two strings between two trees and use squirt guns to spray the cups down the strings for a water gun race. How easy is that? Like you can find string in cups and your kids are going to love it. You could easily keep yourselves busy for an hour doing this, coming up with different ways to play. And that is just one of guys, literally thousands of things on Pinterest. I kid you not. Obviously, Amazon is the resource for all things games and toys. So if you want to find something from your childhood that you love to do, keep it super basic, guys. These kids are not seeing stuff from our childhood. And I bet you that you can find 99% of the things that you used to love on Amazon still, and you're going to get inspired to play longer. So for me, I find silly games. I mentioned Candyland. I'll find things like Silly Putty. I'll find things like Etch-a-Sketches. And kids, like that stuff doesn't go out of style. Their toys are toys. And yeah, tablets are there and they're distracting. But there just isn't anything more fun than a tangible toy in your hand that kids can interact with, okay? So dig deep into your childhood and think about what you used to like to play with. If you're lucky enough that you actually, I don't have, um, you know, my boys aren't gonna be into like My Little Ponies or anything like that, like I was. So I kind of have to go and tap into my boy side. Good thing I was a tomboy, but um, if you're a girl and you've got girls, so easy. When my stepdaughter's in town, oh my gosh, we can play, you know, all the little creature games and littlest pet shops and Polly Pockets, whatever. We can do that all day, every day, and it is awesome. The reason I'm telling you to tap into your own childhood is because that's going to give you a sense of lightheartedness. You're going to revert back so quickly to childhood. And when your brain switches into that mode, you start bonding with your kids on their level. And that is so special. There's a very small window of time that we have with our kids that they actually want to play with us, guys. You remember when, you know, I'm still in baby phase right now. Baby Liam's only nine months old. But eventually, he's going to have his last bottle. He's going to have his last diaper. I'm not going to need to wipe baby food off of his face pretty soon. These fleeting things, while they might be a little bit aggravating at the time, they go quickly. And so does your kids wanting to play with you, okay? If they're coming home and they're driving you nuts and just mom, 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 it's, guys, it's simple. They just want you. They want your attention and that's not a bad thing. 
So the reason that we want to plan for play is we're heading them off at the pass. We're actually sitting them down and yeah, you're going to force them to do this activity. If they're like, yeah, I don't want to. No, you're doing it and we're going to play. Give it five minutes. They'll be all in. Trust me. Trust me on this one. And then if you do one month of this, that every day is some new game that you're doing as a family, they are going to crave it and be so excited to know what the game of the day or the activity of the day is going to be and change it up have one day be outside one day be inside one day be kind of arts and craftsy one day be sports related you can take little field trips maybe it's a park day that you know in a game you came up to play with the park get creative guys and be strict with it i bet that within a one month time of you doing these activities with your kids, and they don't need to be, actually it's better that they're not big, showy, expensive things. I'm not talking like, hey, load up the car and take everybody to you know the amusement park or something like that. Simple is key because remember, play is about bonding, learning, and exercise. It doesn't have to be incredibly expensive or complicated or draining or all day. One hour is perfect. So get out a calendar, paper calendar, start cruising Pinterest and start laying out your activities. And then if it's got some supplies involved, make sure that you make a little shopping list for those supplies and get it lined out and make sure you get everything kind of in weak clumps. And I would advise that you actually don't tell your kids what's coming. So the anticipation is there. So they're ready to play with you. There's a lot of activities out there that could appease a pretty big age range Um, of kids. So if you've got an itty bitty and then an eight year old, there's lots of activities out there that you can either have teams, you know, mom can always be on the youngest team. You know how that works. You can, you can figure that part out. I'm going to tell you what else is going to happen when we do this full month of planning for play. Because you're heading your kids off at the pass, you're actually saying, I want to play with you. You are asking for their time and you are asking for their attention You've completely switched the script on those kids being attention starved for you. Now you've made them important by asking them to play with you, by taking the time to come up with something creative to do together. You are building up your child's self-esteem and letting them know through play how much you love them. This is sending a message way beyond, you know, who can do the best at Candyland or who builds the best potato head or whatever it is. This is how kids feel love. And it's through interaction and genuine interest from their parents. And absolutely 100% get your spouse involved in this stuff if you can. The more family activity, the better. And this will be fun for everybody. Now, what this is also going to do, added bonus, added bonus, you filled their cup right? You filled them up. You gave them that attention, that activity. You got them a little bit, you know, worn down. You got their brains going. You just created a learning environment for them too. They just became a lot more creative because you came up with an entire month's worth of activities. So not only are they going to be better at playing on their own because they've got their brains just churning on all these cool activities, they're going to be able to come up with things that they want to do, or at least pick out their favorites from the arsenal that you brought to them the month prior. 
and play with each other. So they're not going to, from the second they get home from school to the second they go to bed, be bugging you and saying, mom, 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 look at this, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like you already filled their cup and now they're so much more content to keep playing in their room, to quietly sit and do their homework if you're at that phase, to play with each other because they got what they needed from mom. You know, it's funny, you're actually not as cool as maybe they thought you were, right? Like your kids are going to get a little bit sick of you after an hour and they'll be good. Like they're going to be good. It's like, no, no, like you came after me, you pursued me. This was really fun, but I'm good, mom. Like I'm going to go do my thing now. Trust me, it's going to start happening and you're going to get that time that you currently feel like you're fighting for. You're just going to get it given to you. Those kids are going to start being good. Play first, then do your stuff later. Trust me on this one. You fill the cup and then you've got time for yourself. If you fight them and you fight them and you just try to keep them busy, keep them busy. It's not that they're bored. It's that they want you. Okay. And you trying to fill them up with activities or iPads or phones or movies or, you know, just putting an activity in front of them and walking away. That's not what they actually really want. They're not bored. They're lonely and they missed you. They do miss you. And you being in the same room is not going to fulfill that need to be with their mom or their dad or both of you. Okay, so fill the need and then you're going to have some peace. Fill the need, have the peace. It's going to be awesome for you, for them, for your whole family. And I so please, please tell me, tell me these amazing ideas that you find on Pinterest. I'm spending so much time at the day job and doing this podcast that if you guys want to feed me what you're doing, that would be amazing. You can email me at Haley, that's H-A-L-E-Y, at themomaholic.com. You can tag me on Instagram. Um, let's just do a hashtag themomaholic. There's not a lot out there. Tell me about your activities. Take pictures for me. I love the visuals. I'm a designer. I can't help it. Take pictures of the activities that you've planned. Let me know how these challenges are going. And uh, I will post those things up. I'm going to, you know, I want to hear those things. I'll share them on Instagram. We'll throw them up there. Um, the more creative, the better. I cannot, cannot wait to see. So that's it for today, guys. Um, I hope that you are enjoying this content that I'm bringing to you. If you are, go ahead and click the subscribe button. Uh, on the iTunes there and you won't miss a single episode of what I'm bringing to you and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to my mom. We'll see you next time.